Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcasts uh, 40 for 40. We're doing 40 different podcasts, one for each bowl. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and happy holidays. We're recording shortly after the break. I'm here to begin the segue into the Military Bowl podcast by suggesting that, A, every child should have a drone in America. I'm not saying one with missiles. I'm not saying one with guns. Maybe. Projectiles, at least. Nerf darts. Like, the, when they make the Nerf drone, we're going to get some serious cash flowing into the coffers. Because the Nerf drone is going to change the way that five-year-olds harass their entire family Listen, on ner- Christmas. Nowhere on the package did Nerf say not to dip the darts in poison. I mean, maybe it'll make you feel better if it shoots vegetables. <laughs> it's a hardier kind of pain. <laughs> oh, hey, Holly. Holly, are you on this podcast? Hey, y'all. Oh, hey. So, yeah, my kid's got a drone, and it was hilarious because <laughs> you, should watch, you should watch five-year-old brains try to operate a drone. Question, was the drone flown directly into the nervous dog that isn't very good with kids? Yes, at high speed, mm-hmm. twice. Twice. Was that the five-year-old or the three-year-old that did that? Mm-hmm. Nope, that was a five-year-old. Pretty sure the three-year-old would just bring it in for a smooth landing. Five-year-old? He's uh, he's going to hit the dog with it. Your three-year-old does have sort of the world-weary look of uh, somebody who's been piloting things for 20 years already. <laughs> yeah, in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy of Your Family, he's got a kind of a bowl of petunias cast to him. He, he does. If, if it's got rotors, I've flown it, man. <laughs> Everywhere from Datrang. <laughs> up heroin for the woman dog. <laughs> I'm getting your kid a fuck communism onesie. (laughs) Yeah. 
like he walks into a bar and some like grizzled old man is like, "You saved my life at the Battle of Way City." I didn't save shit, man. <laughs> Look uh, around you. <laughs> I'm free. Uh, I'm just here to catch a paycheck, buddy. You gotta post a picture of this kid so everybody knows how not joking we are. When he was born, he looked like Goldfinger for like the first four months of his life. He did, and it was it remains just as imperious. Yeah. It was uncanny. The military bowl featuring Navy, appropriately, playing in their home stadium. Because this is no longer at RFK. Remember, that was only the first couple of years. It's at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis, Maryland. It has been since 2013. Uh, Jason, if you were to tell anybody about Navy besides, oh, uh, you know, they run the Flexbone the way the Flexbone should be run, uh, what would you tell them? I would say that, uh, well, they're pretty good, <clears throat> first of all. Bold. They kept they kept their coach. Someone actually wanted their coach, which that doesn't usually happen. Uh, it's a funny thing because their coach is very good, but runs a particular kind of offense, as mentioned, that isn't really going to pair all that well with, you know, most power conference teams. But BYU came court and he said no to his alma mater. He's still around. Ken Niamatololo remaining on board. Holly, what else strikes you about Navy? Uh, they are super head up about Keenan Reynolds not getting the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Keenan Reynolds, if you did not know, he is their quarterback. He runs the I've triple been option. Time immemorial. Yeah, this is his seventh season at Navy. He is uh, Ricky Dobbs' son, I believe. And, and the, that family has held down the quarterback spot for about 20 years now. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think the proper term at the academy is the old ones. Yeah, He is his second. Yeah, Kenyon Reynolds, if you did not know, uh, by himself scored 21 touchdowns. He's the current NCAA leader for career touchdowns scored by himself. Of course, a lot of those happen on like, you know, one or two yard sneaks or close goal line plays. So it's not always done in the most glamorous fashion, but you can say this about him. He did it very well. He's run this offense extraordinarily well, and he's going to major in information warfare. I think that's his assignment post-grad. Yep. Yeah. Like information warfare. So he's going to be hacking into the matrix. The other you team say that in a funny voice, but that's his actual job. No, that's his actual <laughs> job. Yeah. Uh, the other team involved here, uh, frankly, not as compelling as Navy, but that's not his fault because, oh, I feel like I have to go to Ryan for this. Ryan, lay it on us. Are you going to make me guess? No, no, no. No, no. we're okay. just, just going to give it to you. It's okay, cool. Pitt. What's oh, up, gross. Pitt? Gross. Bored now. Really? Do you want to talk about the coaching extension? They already gave Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, all right. The deuce is loose. The du- I mean, so so Pitt. What what did Pitt go this season? A solid mm, eight and four ish. Okay, and and that was enough for some reason to give uh, Pat Narduzzi a two year deal. His contract now with Pitt runs through twenty twenty one. Because jumping into bed with a coach after one year has never ever gone wrong. To be fair, he's a pit coach who didn't leave, so he's, he's basically a lifelong pit man at this point. This, this I want to talk about. Can I talk about Narduzzi for a second? Because mm-hmm. since we just got through uh, fetting PJ Fleck, uh, that's Western Michigan Bowl winner PJ Fleck. I feel like Narduzzi is kind of an underrated sub Fleck in the category of real life crazy person that you really might like if you actually talk to. He's got that 
He's got that manic light behind his eyes that suggests that every one of his synapses is the Mission Impossible fuse. And I, I'm really I'm, I'm excited to see him stay at Pitt. And I hope, genuinely hope, weirdly, that he has success because you put a camera on this dude and it's like his eyes pop out of the screen like he's Ren and Stimpy. I file him under the tab defensive coordinators who aren't dumb. So mm-hmm. he's he's part of an exclusive club. Here's maybe here, that's it. He's a defensive coordinator with a personality. Maybe that's it. I just mm. want to say that this season for Pitt, their illustrious eight wins include a four point win over Virginia Tech, a touchdown win over Virginia, a three point win over Georgia Tech and Syracuse, and a loss to Miami. So like, hey, you know, can I counter you on that? You though? can. You can. Uh, I, I, this is. They played, Maybe. they played Iowa close. They played North Carolina close. This is yeah, the, and, and Iowa needed a 70,000-yard field goal to put away the Panthers. They did. They needed like eight miles of field goal to beat this team. This is a team, and this may be the most pit compliment ever. They have some real qual- – like the Miami loss is their worst loss. The other three, those are damn quality losses. That's fine. It, and if, if you know, yeah, Pitt won a bunch of close games, but go back over the last decade or so. Pitt, Pitt was Pitt was deserving some was close due. wins. Pitt was due. That's Pitt was due. I'm just saying, if there's if there's a regression where they they don't win that many close games, don't get mad and don't what? don't don't feel sad. It's fine. I'm going to revert back to my true self now and ask you in response: What's more Pittsburghian than settling for good enough? <laughs> 